We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Headline, and he's got another byline that uh, we want to get to as well, but Connecticut businesses spared from unemployment tax hikes for now. I want to bring in Keith Vanoff uh, from ctmirror.org on Brian & Company. Uh, Keith, good morning. How are you? Good, Brian. Thanks for having me. Uh, as always, it's it's great to have you on the show. So the Unemployment Trust and this respite from the tax on Connecticut businesses, Just can you just give a good synopsis of this issue? I will do my best. <laughs> this is definitely one of the trickier topics. Um, all the businesses in Connecticut pay an unemployment tax to the state, and they pay a separate unemployment tax to the federal government. And... Uh, the problem stems from the coronavirus pandemic. Since the pandemic began, Connecticut, and we're not the only state that does this, has had to borrow a lot of money from the federal government to keep the state's unemployment trust going. Hmm. That borrowing, which has still not been entirely repaid despite all the state's budget surpluses, is what's really going on here. So just to let me interrupt because we had Bob Stefanowski in, and he said he'd he would just use the money to pay it off. Like, why don't they just pay it off? Well, that that's that you you can see sort of both ways why we don't just pay it off, and I'll explain right now. It's here's the sort of the tricky part because we still have the money that we owe about seventy five million dollars out of that billion that we still owe. There's a a third tax that comes into play. The federal government wants to get paid quickly on the interest of the loan. So the state would have to do a, a, a sort of a third special tax, a second state tax, a third overall this September. Governor Lamont and the legislature set aside $30 million from the surplus. So the state will pay that. The businesses won't have to. So we'll get the special interest charge out of the way. Now all that's left is the regular state unemployment tax, and the regular federal unemployment tax. Because Connecticut still owes money, the federal government raises the tax rate, the federal tax rate, on businesses in debtor states. So if your state owes money, the federal government come January says, we're going to raise the tax. What Governor Lamont and the legislature also did, because they can't stop that increase unless they pay off all the money that you asked about. Well, instead, what they did is they said, we will lower the regular state unemployment tax enough to match the increase in the federal unemployment tax and even a little bit more. Here's the, the, the last point. The state decrease to counter the federal increase is only one time. So if there's still a problem by the time we get to January 2024, not only is the federal increase still in play, but then there would be another federal increase if we're still in debt. So now you'd have two federal increases, and the state decrease to offset it would have expired. So that's why Bob Stefanowski is just saying 
clean it up before it snowballs. And there's one last point, Brian. Oh, goodness. Governor Lamont and the legislature didn't take the money and just, you know, spend it buying comic books. They used almost all of this year's surplus. We had a $4.3 billion surplus, and they put 4.1 of it to pay down pension debt. You know, we owe more than $40 billion of long-term pension debt. They said this is a once-in-a-chance opportunity, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take a huge chunk of that all in one year. I mean, we'll still be paying pension debt for a long time, for decades. So uh, what, sorry. they neutralized that, and they said you get a better return sure. paying that. But, of course, in the short term, it doesn't help businesses. So, so that's everything that I can think okay, of. Okay, that's really, I feel, in some ways illuminated but also more confused uh, we're talking with keith fanna from the ctmirror.org because what i'll say is and i understand it paying down those pension liabilities they're saving hundreds of millions a year in perpetuity and interest payments so that makes a lot of sense to do that but it doesn't seem like they have to be mutually exclusive especially with the rainy day fund so i i don't and it, it's so complicated you just said it like i mean i i guess it still seems like it could be a fair criticism as to why they don't just find the way to pay it all, and so you don't have all these nuances moving forward. Well, it's, don't misunderstand me. It's absolutely a fair criticism, but keep in mind, it's not as simple as saying, why don't we just wipe out the debt because then it's done. Connecticut, in a normal year, pays out about a billion four in jobless benefits. Our unemployment trust is basically empty. So... Even if we don't go into recession this winter, it's, un it's unlikely that we'll make it through the next year without more borrowing. In other words, the state racking up unemployment debt is not done. If you really want to replenish that fund, you're not saying, well, let's just pay off the $75 million loan balance. You're talking about paying off the $75 million loan balance and throwing in hundreds of billions more. Right. You can still make that argument, absolutely. Right. This is sort of, Brian, just quickly, the fundamental debate we've been having with the federal uh, COVID relief money, probably close to six out of every 10 federal COVID relief dollars we've got are making their way into our pension funds. We put them in the budget, but the budget produces a surplus and the same money, federal money that we put into the budget, COVID money, comes back out of the budget because there's a surplus at the end of the year. It would go into the rainy day fund, but that's full, so it goes in the pensions. And I would say 99 years out of 100, putting surplus dollars to pay off pension debt, everyone would applaud. Right. The question is, is that what we want to use the money that the federal government gave us to heal the wounds of the coronavirus pandemic. Right. Well, that's the, the debate that, you know, listen, it, it fell on some deaf ears. And again, I, I approach this as an independent, so I have no political axe to grind. But, you know, sure. when, when some people said, you know, some of the money was akin to a blue state bailout, this this would be an exhibit A of that. Right. So uh, and 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 w w I want to transition because we could talk all day about that, because what other needs are there? You know, I think a lot of people, I think you put it perfectly, nine nine times out of ten people would say that's a good thing, but are there other places post-pandemic we could help people? And well, I think your, that that's a fair question. Fair. It's not just Bob Stefanowski, uh, CBIA, the Connecticut Restaurant Association. Of course, they're coming from a, a, a biased position, but that doesn't mean it's right or wrong. 
they're saying from the perspective of businesses, all of our wounds aren't healed yet. We'd rather see this money going, more of this money going into the unemployment trust. And there are certainly people who are saying, I want to see more money going into education, yep. more money going into health care. Um, we're having problems we're promising pandemic bonuses to private sector workers and having problems budgeting the money to fulfill it. Yeah, see, for me, we, we're out of time, but I, I think that a good chunk of that pension liability pay down is a great idea. Maybe spacing it out over a couple of years instead of doing it in one huge chunk. You know, I mean, for me, like education and some you know, pre-K stuff, all that stuff is in healthcare is really important stuff. So I, I also wanted to ask you about the nuisance tax stuff, but we're, we're flat out out of time. I'm Keith, thank you for patiently taking me through Sorry, that. It was too complicated. No, no, it's really important. And I, I appreciate it because it, it makes more sense to me than it did 10 minutes ago. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Keith Vanoff from ctmirror.org. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.